building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and happy Wednesday. In this Startup Survival episode, we are talking about whether or not you need a personal brand. I think there's been a major rise in personal brands lately, and a lot of people are wondering kind of whether or not they need one, or at least that's what all the influencers are saying. I see all the like Twitter warrior gurus saying you have a personal brand, whether or not you're running it. And while I suppose that is true, because you're a person that's on the internet, so you somewhat have a brand, I don't know that a personal brand is for everyone. Personally, I was super against having a personal brand for a while. I remember when my friend Q started publishing videos on LinkedIn and developing his own personal brand, and he was encouraging me to do it at that time. And I was like, no, thank you. He kept telling me, I think you have something to say. You have a story. You can get comfortable on video. And I was really just not interested at all. I really wanted my company to be able to stand on its own two feet and not just have it be a reflection of me putting my face and my ideas out there on the internet. But eventually he ended up asking me if I would shoot a video with him or for him for his own channel. And I did. And that is kind of what got me into shooting videos and publishing them on LinkedIn. Fun fact, he said that he never published that video because it was absolutely horrible, which I didn't know until like a year later, but I thought that was pretty funny. And it just represents how, you know, like where I started and I guess how simple it is to start a personal brand, but hard it is to really keep one going. My personal brand really only lives on LinkedIn at this point, and it's I'm getting started on TikTok, and I have somewhat of an audience, I guess, on Instagram, but I actually I deleted the app from my phone recently because I was wasting too much time on it, and I want to be more particular with how I use my time. So on LinkedIn, I mean, I used to post just because I wanted to. I started my professional career as a recruiter, so I had a number of contacts, but I didn't have any kind of goal in mind. And then I realized through talking to Q that there was a big business opportunity with good reach sitting right in front of me. And I wanted to start using the platform to make money without having to be salesy. Back in the day, and still now, I really don't love sales in the traditional sense. I know a lot of you think of sales as like being the obnoxious salesperson. And I don't like to be annoying, or at least I don't try to be annoying. And I don't want to just be like hawking a product or service. I always wanted to be bringing value to every single conversation and relationship that I built. And that was one of my goals in building a personal brand. I also found in building a personal brand that you don't have to be offensive or controversial. And I think a lot of people are offensive and controversial in building their brands. A lot of people like early Gary V, he was a lot more controversial and offensive at that time when he was getting big. Andy Frisella, I used to love his MFCEO podcast and he has become so, so controversial and very political and it does not super align with my views. So I have stopped 
following him. But I really thought when I started a personal brand that I had to be kind of divisive to get a following and to go viral. And you absolutely do not. And I found that by using social media strategically, you can really generate a massive amount of new website traffic and new revenue. I was able to attract connections who were interested in the value that I provided and really connecting with me as a person versus being sold to. After optimizing my personal brand and I ran a couple of challenges on my team at Excelity and had them go out and start building their own brands, we were able to massively increase the traffic that we were driving to our website. And I don't think it's any surprise that my company's growth and the track that we're on now really all started when I started gaining traction with my personal brand on LinkedIn. Maybe everyone doesn't need a personal brand, but I definitely think there is a case for it if it's something of interest to you. So let's talk a little bit about how to lay the groundwork. One caveat that I will mention up front is it's not hard to create a personal brand, but it does take strategic thinking and it takes commitment. There have been a lot of times in the last few years where I wanted to give up, like even just over the holidays now, I was like, you know, I'm off, but can I really take off because I've built this machine that I guess I I feel like I have to keep keep feeding. And my husband was like, oh, you could take a week off. He definitely doesn't sound like that. But, you know, I just feel like I have been showing up consistently for three years and I want to be that person that is consistent. So it takes a lot of commitment. The first thing to think about, I would say, is where your audience is. Like, what are you eventually hoping to sell? I built on LinkedIn because I run a B2B marketing agency and a lot of our buyers are on LinkedIn. But that said, you might have a consumer product that's best fit for Instagram. You might be really funny or have dancing skills or who knows what for TikTok, right? Or maybe your target audience spends a lot of their time on TikTok. So just make sure that wherever you choose to build is going to serve you in the long run. I like Just because you can get traffic on LinkedIn or because it has better organic reach than say Facebook or Instagram, that doesn't mean that it is necessarily a good fit for you. The second consideration is using your social media platforms as a living portfolio, I guess. like You want it to be a representation of your work and you'll want it to be updated all the time. On LinkedIn specifically, a lot of people just build their portfolio there and they use it as a resume kind of and they have like bullets of what they did at every job and then they never update it anymore. Whereas I think that you can have a lot more fun and you can be a lot more customized with it. For example, my about section on LinkedIn is something that I sat down after having like a glass or two of wine and I was like, I'm in the mood to write and I want to write something that is fun and full of personality. And that's what came out of it. And that is how I want my entire brand to look and feel that it's personable and it's fun and it's approachable. It's all the things that I try to be, but it's personified in in a brand. Now, once you've decided where you want to build, if you do want to build, I think another key is to be memorable and Get yourself out there and really make connections. And this doesn't happen immediately overnight. This is something that really happens one by one. I can't tell you how many people I have met from building a personal brand that 
we got to know each other via Zoom video calls or we had coffee if it was a local relationship. You know, at the beginning, I wasn't getting hundreds of thousands of views and interactions on my content. It was very, very one by one. And if you if you could scroll all the way back to my early activity, which you can't because LinkedIn probably needs some feature updating in that area. But if you could, you would see that a lot of my early articles and the early stuff that I was posting was getting five or 10 interactions. And it started in exactly the same place that a lot of you started. I think on every platform, engagement is extremely important and it has to be meaningful engagement. A lot of people go out there and they try to build their brand in heart emojis or rocket ship emojis or like, this is awesome. We totally support you. And while that is nice and yeah, it does rack up a comment comment count on on your post, it's not a meaningful connection. And I have found that meaningful engagement like personalized connection requests and leaving really nice, long, thoughtful comments that resonate with other people on the posts that you like, that is what really builds a community around your message and is going to eventually help build an audience. Another thing is to keep your content positive and helpful. I think you probably like positive messages if you are listening to this podcast. However, I see a lot of people complaining on social media. And I've also seen people that have built communities around complaining or around subtweeting people. There are so many people out there that are like, oh, you know, this influencer blocked me or this person said this. And it's like, man, if you're going to talk about someone, I just mention their name or don't do it or reach out to them privately. I am a firm believer that praise should be given in public and criticism should be given in private. And so I really don't like this culture of like roasting other people online when they might not even see your post or know that you're talking about them. You know, like if you have an issue, bring it directly to that person. I see negative posts go viral every single day. And I I'm of the opinion that you should keep it helpful and keep it positive because social media can be a very negative place in general with the news and everything that's happening in society today. Like be a voice of positivity, be that ray of sunshine for people instead of starting arguments. I think it can be tempting to start arguments online because they do have a possibility of going viral when people start arguing, but I beg you, please stay away from that. All right, last but not least, you're going to have to have a really solid content strategy. So build a strategy that outlines the amount you can post and the amount you can keep up with. Remember, consistency is the name of the game. So you can get out there and you can tell your story. You can tell the story of your day-to-day, your origin story, as I like to call it. You can connect with people more personally through creating things like videos. And you want to stay really active. So commenting on other thought leaders' posts or making connections through social media, that is really the way to to build a community. If you do want more information about the content planning part of building a personal brand, you can check out my startup marketing course at JackieHermes.com. Shameless plug. You know, I got to include a shameless plug, but there are a lot of templates and advice on how to go about building a content plan there. Oh, I guess the last thing I should probably say is when you build a personal brand, the leads and the revenue will flow. It's not going to be immediate. Sometimes it takes years of consistent work in order to see those results, but keep going. And if you have any questions on personal branding or marketing in general, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or via email at any time and I will respond to you. 
All right. So if you were considering whether or not you need a personal brand, I hope that my story and these short tips helped you. Like I said, hit me up anytime. And if you got value from this episode, please share it with just one person that would benefit. I'll see you on Friday. Thank you.